Are you cyber confident? Do you know what your digital footprint is? Do you understand the reasons you're a cyber target? In this podcast series, you'll learn what it means to be cyber confident both at work and at home. Because when it comes to cyber security, the front line is you. I'm Josella Waldron, and in this episode, you'll hear from Enoch Adjapong, a solutions architect at Airbus. Enoch has more than 15 years' experience in cybersecurity. First of all, I asked him to tell me why passwords are so important. So I think password can help you and your organization to keep secure. You know, it also helps you to protect your personal data. And truthfully, there's a, no- a number of studies that actually point out that, you know, having a obscure and complicated password and actually changing those passwords frequently can help, you know, keep you secure. It can actually make a difference between getting your data stolen and actually, you know, staying staying safe on- online. Why is the use of passwords still popular despite the increasing use of new authentication techniques such as biometrics? So password can be easily implemented in comparison to other you know authentication methods such as biometrics you know they are very very cheap to actually implement them you don't need any additional hardware um, like things like tokens the ones that your bank will give to you to use when you have to log on to your, your bank systems so most small businesses prefer to use password and you know as people as well you know we can easily use password we don't have to carry anything around to protect our you know mobile phones or you can easily log on with a simple password as opposed to having to have other um, um, tokens or biometrics and stuff which can be expensive to actually implement so that that is one of the reasons why people still prefer to use password rather than you know going to other methods how are passwords stored so passwords are stored on the system's operating system, you know, is stored normally in some form of a hashing algorithm. So, for example, if your password is, let's say, password one, two, three, or whatever, which is not a good password, by the way, anyway, you wouldn't see the same password. The system will convert it into um, some form of algorithm that is not human, you know, you cannot easily understand it. That's how passwords are stored. So what is a password attack? So password attack is, in essence, a third party trying to have access to your password, unauthorized access to your password in a manner that is malicious. You know, they've not, they don't have access to it. There shouldn't be a need for them to have access to that, but they want to try and get access to it. And how are passwords discovered or hacked? So there are various techniques that can be used to um, hack a person's password. You know, you have low-level um, techniques and also advanced and sophisticated techniques. And on the low-level ones, you have things like brute force attack, where someone will actually try and get access to your system and try multiple combinations of password in the hope that one of them will work and they'll be able to access your systems. You know, there are also things like dictionary attack, where someone who have a program, you know, there's a, a program, they can load a range of password, multiple combinations of password, try them all in the hope that one of them will work and they'll be able to access your system. But most of these attacks these days, it's very difficult, easy to detect because your system will lock them out after a couple of attempts to try and um, get them. So people are 
resulting to much more um, advanced or sophisticated techniques. So things like using phishing emails, for example, you know, with recent um, COVID as an example, somebody can send you an email, request you to register, put in your password, and then that password get onto their system. They can then use that password to try other things like Amazon, eBay, to try and see if that password that you've used can also be used elsewhere. There is also people can use things like other malwares or key loggers installed on your computer. Once you enter your password, they can then capture um, the password that you've just put in and that will be tra transmitted to the attacker. So there are different ways by which people will be able to get, get your password from very low, low level techniques to much more advanced techniques. But the good news here is there is always ways by which you can, you know, um, protect yourself if you take the right um, measures, you'll be able to protect yourself against some, some of these um, um, attacks. So how can I prevent a password attack? In other words, how do you strengthen your password or store your password? So I think that there's a number of things that you can do. First of all, I'll come to the question of how do you, you know, um, strengthen your, your password. So there are a number of things that you can do to strengthen your password and things like not using, you know, your real names as password or your company's name. You know, some people use their date of birth. Again, things like that um, are not very good because people can easily guess them. You know, you don't use um, complete words or well-known um, password, you know, or your favorite football teams and stuff. People can easily associate um, that with you and they can easily try and get, get access to your systems. Again, you don't use short password because things that are less than eight character password, are, it can easily be cracked by um, um, an attacker. So you can also have sentences as password. So for example, you can have things like, I went to the airport yesterday as a password. It sounds long, but it's very simple and easy to remember. And if you wanna be clever about, about it, you can use the same word, but give it a bit of space in the middle or have underscore within um, 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 the sentence. Or sometimes you can even misspell one of the words within that sentence. Because the reality is the longer your password, the more difficult it is for an attacker to crack your password. That is why it's very important for people to start using pass phrases rather than pass password. And on the question of um, how to store your password, I think Unless you are very, very smart, you know, or someone who can, you know, genius, who can remember a lot of complex password for multiple sites that, you know, we all use these days, things like your Amazon, your LinkedIn, unless you can remember complex password for every single site, the best bet is to use a password manager. And a password manager, with a password manager, you can have as many complicated passwords as you, you want, but all you have to do is to remember one simple long password and the password manager will do everything for you so in essence every website that you want to access the password manager can create a sophisticated password for you store it in there all you have to do is just remember one simple password and you can log in what should people do if their passwords are compromised so i think first thing that you have to do is to immediately reset that password I think that is very, very important to reset your password if it is compromised. And again, not using the old password that was recompromised because that's one of the things that 
some people do, especially when uh, they, they want to keep things easy or simple in a way that they can remember. And that's a dangerous approach. You know, you have to use passwords that are uh, difficult to guess, you know, but easy for you to remember once you, if you reset your, your password. And another thing that you have to do if your password is compromised. So most of these um, browsers that we use, Google Chrome, Internet Explorer, typically they, they, in, in trying to be helpful or support users, gives us options to be able to um, for the system to store our password for us locally by ticking that box. I don't know if you've always seen it. It says, do you want um, Chrome or Windows to remember your password, tick this box. By ticking those box, it does remember. But if your password is compromised, it is probably a good idea to go and reset all those password. And also perhaps don't even tick those box just to help you um, um, stay secure. Another thing that you can also do, you know, if your password is compromised is to try and run your if you've got antivirus on your machine, try and run it and see whether any suspicious um, um, software has been installed, which can be picked up by the antivirus solution. So that will actually help you to to actually um, get rid of any artifact that is left behind if you've got an AV on your system. So how long does it take to crack a password? I think it depends. The, the simple answer is it depends. You know, I mean, if you have a long and a complicated password, chances are it's going to take an attacker a very long time to be able to crack your password. I mean, if you've got um, a seven character password and it's all in lowercase, within seconds, someone can crack it within seconds. And basically, it's as simple as that. You know, if you've got eight character password, with computing power these days, GPUs and the rest, it doesn't take long at all for even somebody to crack eight character password. But as soon as you start going to nine characters, adding uppercase, adding additional, um, um, not just um, having alphanumeric characters, letters, numbers, special symbols, it start becoming very complicated for someone to easily um, crack your password. And like I said, you know, there are various techniques that attacker can use to crack a password within within seconds but the best bet is to use long password that is complicated that is more than eight characters nine characters ten characters you are good it will take a long time before someone crack it and actually those that use 14 characters or even 20 characters password it is it's, it's pretty much you know not no the computing powers that we've got these days very difficult you know you, you cannot do it you cannot crack them what's the impact of password compromise can you give me some figures about that so i think uh, there, there have been a number of studies to look at um the actual impact of password um when people's password or organizations password get compromised and i think from one of the studies i mean that have come up i think very sign did a, a, a survey on this and it's been actually been said that i think about 80 percent of all hacking um, related breaches are normally due to weak password or password compromises which is quite scary you know it shows you the gravity the gravity of it and i think from organizational perspective i mean we've all heard it on the news you know things like reputational damage um, impact on productivity and again if your password if your organization and your password get compromised and it's in the wild, some some people will just you know move away from you if they if they are trading with you as a business and they have options, they'll probably 
move away from you and that could have um, a financial loss or you know um, impact on your organization and at, at an individual level as well password compromise could lead to things like identity theft you know which can cause a lot of um, um, distress for many people if your identity is stolen so those are some of the um, key um, potential impact of password compromises is password cracking illegal Wow, that's that's um, yeah, that's that's an interesting one. So it depends. I think it depends. If you're doing anything that is illegal or you've not been authorized to do, you know, if you don't have permission of someone to access their system, then clearly it's illegal. But you have to remember that a number of organizations do actually employ people, you know, security practitioners to try and um, see the strength. Of, of their organization's password. And those will be coming in as maybe security experts to test the vulnerabilities of an organization and thereby see whether their password are secure. And they'll do that by trying to crack them using a number of, of tools. So it's kind of, you know, the, the answer is it depends. If you have the permission to do it, or if you have your own laptop or computer or whatever, and it's a hobby that you wanna do it for your own system, or you have permission to do it, then it's perfectly fine. You can, by all means, you can. And most of these softwares, again, they are all they are all legal, legitimate softwares that you can use. You can use them to practice. But I think the boundaries when you start going onto systems that are not, you don't have the right to be there, or doesn't belong to you. That is where it start getting, you know, onto the um, dangerous territory, I should put it. Can you give me some key takeaway messages about all of this? So truthfully, I think the key thing to, to all this when it comes to password is to use a long password. You know, don't reuse old passwords. Don't reuse old passwords. A combination of three to four random words where possible is always the best um, um, approach to, to, to take. And again, don't share password with someone else. I mean, it's, it's, some, it's personal, it's something that you have to have it, you know, you shouldn't share password with other people or don't use um, work email and work password on, on your private um, websites. You know, you shouldn't use um, work organization because if those passwords get compromised and the hashes are stolen, then all of a sudden a very good password that is being used by a company is now in, in the hands of criminal. The other things as well that, you know, one of the key takeaways as well would be to try and periodically, you know, change your password to try and stay ahead of, of an attacker because keeping the same password for a very long period of time, there's always that risk that someone could either show yourself or you might use it on the wrong system and your password will be, will be compromised. And, and more importantly as well, for organizations as well, one of the things that they could do to improve um, um, the situation would be to have a multi-factor authentication so rather than a simple password onto a system businesses can improve things by you know letting their staff have additional form of authentication so logging onto a system you'll be required to maybe like you know we see with the banks maybe enter this key code or um, additional information is required before you log on to the system and those are the key things that you can do to secure your your asset and data that was Enoch Ajapong, a cybersecurity expert at Airbus. 
Look out for more episodes in this series. You can find them on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. You can find out more by emailing the team at cyberconfident at mod.gov.uk.